0: Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 266. Look at Acts chapter 15, verses 1 through 5. Let's read our passage. Some men came down from Judea and began to teach the brothers, unless you are circumcised according to the custom prescribed by Moses, you cannot be saved. After Paul and Barnabas had engaged them in serious argument and debate, Paul and Barnabas and some others were appointed to go up to the apostles and elders in Jerusalem about this issue. When they had been sent out on their way by the church, they passed through both Phoenicia and Samaria, describing in detail the conversion of the Gentiles, and they brought great joy to all the brothers and sisters. When they arrived at Jerusalem, they were welcomed by the church, the apostles, and the elders, and they reported all that God had done with them. But some of the believers who belonged to the party of the Pharisees stood up and said, It is necessary to circumcise them and to command them to keep the law of Moses. We have seen Paul and Barnabas complete their first missionary trip, return to Antioch, and we closed out chapter 14 with, and they spent a considerable time with the disciples. So some time has transpired, we don't know really how long, and we're back now in been. Chapter 15, verse 1, some men came down from Judea and began to teach the brothers, unless you're circumcised according to the custom prescribed by Moses, you cannot be saved. Now, some men came down from Judea. Were they sent from Judea by leaders there? I think it's unlikely that they were sent, but some people want to link this to some group that uh, Paul talks about in Galatians chapter 2 and he says they came from James. Now whether it just means by that that they came from, from Jerusalem or whether they were specifically sent by the church leadership, but don't really know. But I think this group is just some some people who th- are trying to take matters in their own, own hands. They're concerned about what's going on. Well, and let's talk about their concerns. A couple concerns. One is On its current trajectory, there's going to come a time where Gentiles in the church outnumber Jews in the church. The Jews are going to become a minority. There's only so many Jews in the world. And everybody who's not a Jew is a Gentile. And with the gospel spreading throughout the world, there will be more and more Gentiles and a much smaller percentage of them who are Jewish. So that's one concern. Whether that's the concern or not, uh, hard to say, but it's probably in the back of their mind. I think the bigger issue, though, is from the mindset of a Christian Jew, these are people who've been raised Jewish. They know the Old Testament. They know the scriptures. They know who God is. They know who the Messiah is. They've been expecting the Messiah. They've been awaiting the Messiah And the gospel message is Jesus is the Messiah they've been expecting. And they believe that. And they become Christians. So in their mind, they are continuing the tradition of Judaism. The Jews who don't believe, they have really departed. They're the ones that took a left turn and are off wandering on their own. But the Jewish Christians are those who are faithfully following what God is doing. They are following the Messiah, which God has sent. And nobody said that everything changed. That Jesus is the Messiah, and they're continuing in Judaism, essentially, but as followers of Jesus Christ. So they're really the remnant of those following Judaism. And, and they're following the, the Abraham Covenant. And the mark of the Abrahamic Covenant is circumcision. So of course you have to be circumcised. Judaism has always been open to Gentiles becoming Jews but you always had to be circumcised and so they cannot accept the fact of this just dropping the requirement for circumcision and that's why they say you you cannot be saved unless you're circumcised according to the, the law of Moses. Now Paul and Barnabas, they've been running all over the countryside uh, baptizing people in the the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and they haven't been circumcising them, so we've got some friction going on here. So verse 2, after Paul and Barnabas had engaged them in serious argument and debate, Paul and Barnabas and some others were appointed to go up to the apostles and elders in Jerusalem about this issue. So Paul and Barnabas were obviously don't believe that you have to be circumcised in order to be saved and they've been spreading the gospel to Gentiles all over Asia Minor and they oppose and argue, debate with these believers from Judea who are saying, no, you've got to be baptized in order to be saved. They're they're arguing back saying, no, you don't. And it gets to a point where the church apparently decides that we need to send some people to go talk to the, the leaders in Jerusalem. And so they appoint Paul and Barnabas and some others. I don't know who the others are, but they're appointed. Verse 3, when they had been sent on their way by the church, they passed through both Phoenicia and Samaria, describing in detail the conversion of the Gentiles, and they brought great joy to all the brothers and sisters. Now, that's like 250 miles from Antioch down to... Jerusalem, and so it may take a month to, to get there, and they've got to go through Phoenicia, which is the area on the coast north of Palestine, and Samaria, which is the area to the inland to the north of Judea. Now, notice that as Paul and Barnabas and the others on their way to Jerusalem, they go and visit all these communities along the way and in them they describe how gentiles are coming to christ and they're presenting it as if there's no question in their minds that gentiles can't come to christ without first becoming jews without being circumcised so they're telling everybody along the way it's almost like a campaign trip and everybody's rejoicing Because this is uh, is good news. God so loves everyone that he will accept anyone as a believer. You don't have to jump through the hoops and become a Jew first. So verse 4, when they arrived at Jerusalem, they were welcomed by the church, the apostles, and the elders, and they reported all that God had done with them. So they get down to Jerusalem finally, and they're welcomed by everyone. And so it specifically says the church, the apostles, and the elders. So kind of divides it into three groups: basically the elders and the apostles, and everyone else. So we know who the apostles are; those are that's those chosen by Jesus to be his uh, initial followers, the twelve. And then the elders are the the other leaders of the church. And the spokesman for the apostles is probably Peter. And the the spokesman for the elders is probably James. So Paul and Barnabas report their experiences, that everything, specifically Luke mentions everything that God had done. So it's not they're given a trip report of everything they did, they're given a report of everything that God has done verse 5, but some of the believers who belonged to the party of the Pharisees stood up and said, it is necessary to circumcise them and to command them to keep the law of Moses. Now, they're called the party of the Pharisees. Now, these are believers. These are Christians. These are Christian Jews or Jewish Christians, whichever way you want to slice it, but specifically Pharisees. They were Pharisees as Jews. And now they're Pharisees as Christians. What specifically means is they, they believe in Christ. They believe Jesus is the Messiah. But the Pharisees are the ones who are very caught up in legalism, of legalistically doing all of the requirements. And if there's rules, they, they want to follow them, and they believe the rule is that you must be circumcised. Now notice Paul is a Pharisee. least Paul was a Pharisee Paul grew up as a Jew and Paul was trained as a Pharisee Paul was very uh, staunch as a Pharisee but he's got a different take than these Pharisees because they're still caught up in following the, the law of Moses yes Jesus is the Messiah yes you should follow Jesus yes you must have faith in Jesus but the requirements they want to follow or that the mosaic covenant is the mosaic laws are still applicable now we don't know if those who we initially saw up in Antioch who had come from Judea were of the party of the Pharisees probably were it sounds like it and we don't know how what kind of relationship they had with this group here in Jerusalem whether some of the same people that uh, had been in Antioch have traveled now down to be a part of it there's probably enough people in this party, the Pharisees, to cover both places. But their concern is that, yes, Jesus is the Messiah. And yes, Gentiles can become believers. But we're still children of Abraham. And we're still under the requirement to be circumcised as the, the sign of the covenant of children of Abraham. And it's... a. It's a big deal to them. And and so the mother church now has to decide this. The church in Jerusalem where the apostles and the elders are, it's going to be incumbent upon the church in Jerusalem to figure out what's the right answer to this question. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.